Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. It's time for Spiritual Thinking, Solutions to Real Problems. I am glad you're here today. Let's get in the program. Let's get with the business at hand. Good day, good afternoon, good morning, good night, good evening, and I hope that all is well. Today, it's about Your Money Matters to God Emergency Fund. I want to target this about emergency fund. I am here as your host, Dr. Jones. I'm here to help you with your life, but also today it's about your money. We talk about everything on this particular platform, your money, your marriage, your relationships, your hardships, uh, jobs, careers, your mental health, everything I can help you with. I don't know it all. But guess what? I know the one that does, and you probably do too. So only thing I'm going to present to you is information, some facts, some biblical principles that will be able to help you to understand the importance of having an emergency fund. Some people may call it a contingency fund, rainy day fund, cash away fund, money you put in the mattress, in the ground, in the backyard, you bury it. Things that you put away for an emergency. So you got to know how important it is to have an emergency fund. You need that. Now, the prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. That's what Proverbs tells us. And Proverbs is a book of wisdom. So as we go on and help you to understand the importance of having an emergency fund, whatever you want to call it today, we'll call it. Just put some money away. Now, bank rate says something about emergency fund. It says a growing number of Americans have no emergency savings whatsoever. Many of us would be at a loss if we were suddenly forced to replace a car engine or items lost in a house fire. Nearly three in 10, that's 28% of US adults have no emergency savings according to Bank Rate's latest financial security index. One in four have a rainy day fund, but not enough money to cover three months worth of living expenses. Getting into the habit of regularly saving money is crucial, experts say. If you're making automatic contributions to a retirement plan, a 401k plan, you might as well have a portion 
of each paycheck deposited into a vehicle such as a high yield savings account. Unfortunately, it'll take a lot more than that to solve the so-called savings crisis. Listen, you got to have an emergency fund, a contingency fund, a rainy day fund, because life can be uncertain. Life can be difficult. Now, we're in the day of the pandemic, COVID-19 era. So there's a lot of people that have lost their jobs. There are a lot of people that are working at home as well. But there are so many people that are going through tough challenges. Now, we all can agree. If you know God, you can say, I have faith in God. And that's important to have faith in God. But that means you have faith in what the word of God says. Because life is going to happen. Sometimes your car may break down. People get sick. Companies downsize. Disasters happen. People do die and pass away. So you got to have something in place. For example, what if you have to go to a funeral out of state or to another community across town? Or what if you have to pay for a sibling, a family member that passed away unexpectedly? And plus, you get incurred a lot of medical costs, co-pays, deductibles, or medical bills. You got to come up with that somewhere, somehow and some way. You have to come up with that money because you want your family member to be buried with dignity. Yes, they should have had their own burial insurance policy, or they should have had a pre-burial plan. You have to plan for the inevitable because life will happen to us all. But either way, you may have to play a part in helping a friend or a family member or a father or mother figure that just died in their later years and did not have enough money. Either way, that may constitute pulling out of your savings or an emergency fund, possibly, okay? But either way, you need to know that things must be put aside for things that happen that you do not expect because the prudent sees danger. Mm -hmm. But the simple go on and suffer for it. The prudent hides himself, protects himself by having an emergency fund or a rainy day fund. Now, 18% of Americans say they could live off their savings for at least six months. Mm, mm, mm. Only 18%. It's probably lower than that. Now, that's the lowest percentage of people, according to bank rate poll. They had a poll going on. Multiple factors have made it difficult to save for emergencies. Household expenses have gone up. Things have gone up in life. So it's important for us today to understand the importance of the rainy day, the emergency fund, the contingency fund. I like to call it different things, but you need to put money away. Okay. How much should you save for an emergency? I am so glad you asked that question. How much should you put away for a rainy day fund, emergency fund? Okay. Now, it depends. It depends on your situation. It depends on how much money you bring in every month, every week. We'll say monthly. 
if you bring in $4,000 a month, you need to triple that in your emergency fund. Four, eight, 12. That means you need $12,000. That's three months of savings just in case life happens or when it happens. Because the Bible says that in Matthew chapter 7, Jesus was speaking. One man built his house on sand. Another man built his house on the rock. But both houses went through the storm, the rain, the hurricane. It's going to rain on the just. It's going to rain on the unjust. It's going to rain on good people. It's going to rain on bad people. Either way, you know the rain is coming. The storm is coming or the possibility of an emergency will show up. Somebody said, Murphy's Law, if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. But even when it goes wrong, you should be prepared. So how much? I would say, first of all, you should have at least $1,000. If you're single, go for $500 or $600. Save up in your emergency fund. If you want to start off with an initial one, let's say 500. If you're married, let's say 1,000. But that's just an initial emergency fund. Just in case the, the car needs to be repaired, unexpected, you may have to make a short trip for a family member that passed away. You may have to buy a battery. You may have to buy some tires. You may have to uh, pay for some medical expenses, un unexpected. Some of those things. I'm not talking about taking a vacation. Okay, that's not an emergency. Or buying some new shoes. Wear your old shoes until they wear out. Then you buy some new shoes. Okay. <laughs> I'm not talking about getting your hair done. Guys, getting your hair cut. You know, sometimes that can be expensive. If you do it, you know, every other week. <laughs> but either way, we're not talking about daily things, things that happen unexpectedly. You need at least three months. That means, again, you make $4,000 a month for eight, 12. That's $12,000. It's best to have six months, okay? If you make $1,000 a month, even if you make 1000 that's $6,000 you need to put in your emergency fund or contingency fund, rainy day fund, however you need to term it. Let Pharaoh appoint commissioners over the land to take a fifth of the harvest of Egypt during the seven years of abundance. They should collect all the food of these good years that are coming and store up the grain under the authority of Pharaoh to be kept in the cities for food. This food should be held in reserve for the country to be used during the seven years of famine that will come upon Egypt so that the country may not be ruined by the famine. Now, in this passage in the book of Genesis, chapter 41, I think it's verses 34, 35, and 36, Joseph, being a righteous man, a man that feared God and the grace of God was upon him, he interprets a dream the Pharaoh had, okay? And 
it was about seven fat cows gazing by a river that get swallowed up by the seven skinny cows. Joseph concludes that the seven fat cows in the dream represent seven years of prosperity for Egypt, which will be followed by seven years of famine. To plan ahead for this disaster, Joseph advises the Pharaoh to store up grain during the seven good years and use that stored grain to get the country through the seven hard years to follow. It is coming. Now, no matter you believe Joseph had a divine gift for interpreting dreams or how God endowed him to interpret Pharaoh's dream, there is no misunderstanding that the advice that he gives Pharaoh is secure. It is solid. It is sound. It always makes sense to save resources in good times so that you have them to help you get through the lean times. Now, in our society today, lean years are less likely to be literal famine back in the day as far as Joseph's time in the Bible. You know, today we're going to have some sort of financial crisis, like a job loss, health problem, you know, like I said earlier, medical bills, all of those issues, cars break down, you know, uh, you have to pay a big deductible for something, you know, for a medical issue. Either way, it still holds true. You have to save for hard times because those hard times will come. Now, as we talk about the importance of an emergency fund, we have to realize that when you're heavy in debt, it's tough to save for an emergency. Let me give you some insight on how to save for emergency. Sometimes you got to look in your closet, look in your garage, look in your car, look in your trunk, go up to your attic. The things that you're trying to hold on to, you probably need to sell them on Facebook Marketplace. You need to sell them in the newspaper or sell them to some friends, have a garage sale. You got to get rid of some of that that you don't need. You don't need a hundred pair of shoes. You don't need a thousand dresses or 500 or 300 or a hundred suits. Yes, you may need them for your job. You may need them for certain things, but listen, I'm trying to help you today, okay? It's all about your life. It is all about your health, your mentality, your money. It's all about you saving for tough times. Listen, Tough times will come. Believe me, I know it personally. I've been through some tough times. I've been to a place where I had to go to the penny bank. Y'all know what a penny bank is? I know you know where you put your pennies, your coins, you put uh, nickels, you put quarters in. You put it away when you really needed it. I had to use the penny bank to put money, uh, actually to put gas in my car so I can get to work or to go to the grocery store and get some bread, some milk, some eggs because I didn't have enough money at the end of the day. After I got paid, it wasn't enough. So I had to spend it somewhere else to make sure I paid my electric, paid the credit cards, which was a lot, paid student loans, which was a lot. 
Thank God I don't have those any longer. Hallelujah. I can tell you from the truth how important it is to be disciplined to get to the point where you get rid of some debt so you can have an emergency fund. But I put away an emergency fund first, okay? A small one, like $1,000. So I had to sell some stuff. I had to stop eating out. If you stop eating out so much, you'll be amazed how much money you can save. Yes, stop the sodas, drink more water, stop the coffee, get more sleep, or do less coffee, do less sodas, do less of certain things that you know it's not a necessity. Paying your electric bill, your gas bill, paying your phone bill, making sure you have gas in your car, making sure you get to work, you have decent clothes. Sometimes you have to sacrifice or discipline yourself for a better day. Mm -hmm. A slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent makes them rich. He who gathers in the summer is a prudent son, but he who sleeps in the harvest is a son who brings shame. Now, Proverbs just gave us some wisdom. Proverbs chapter 10. You got to realize that you have to be diligent to put away a $500 or a $1,000 emergency fund. I know for a fact, it's not how much you make. It's what you do with what you make. Sometimes you have to stop going out to the movies. You have to stop shopping until you drop. <laughs> you know, people shop until they broke. Quit charging it so much. Pay cash. And that's another uh, message I'm going to tell you later on. But today, it's about putting away an emergency fund. You have to be disciplined to do it. First of all, as well, you need to have a vision to see it happening. Without a vision, people perish. You have to have insight, understanding that tough times will come. You don't have to live in that mindset, always trying to borrow from Peter to pay Paul. Those that understand that, you do. And those that don't, in other words, you're borrowing from your money you should be paying from the credit card. You got to pay your utility bill, your gas bill, your water bill. But now you don't have enough to pay the credit card. So now you got to pay fees, late fees. You got to pay fees when you go over your balance and you charge too much. So those fees are still accumulating. But yet, you know, you got to have the lights on in the house. But that is a cycle that continues for months. That's not God's best for your life. Your money matters to God, but you got to follow God's plan. I've given you several scriptures. The plans of the diligent leads surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. Proverbs chapter 21, verse five, very important principle to help you to understand the importance of being diligent so you can have abundance, so you can at least have an emergency fund. Don't be a statistic. Don't be normal, be unusual, be unnormal. I know it's not a word, but don't be like everybody else. Bust it, 
broke, and disgusted because you're living paycheck to Monday, paycheck to Wednesday, paycheck to paycheck. That's a cycle that can be broken. You know what? I appreciate you listening to me today because there's some people that have been raised not with a financial paralysis or an awareness. There are some people who haven't been taught how to save or how to spend, how to do a budget, how to do a spending plan. You need to know what comes in and what goes out. We don't have enough of financial literacy in our school system. People need to know that just like they need to know math. Well, maybe they don't know math because one plus five is six, but somehow people are still broke, busted, and disgusted. They're not adding up the cost. They're not understanding what comes in and what goes out. They don't understand the debts and the credits, but yet they spend more than they make. So, hello, one plus five is still six. One plus five is not 12. <laughs> it's not 14. I think people are delusional. Oh, one day my ship is going to come in. Hallelujah. My ship is going to come in, so I'll be all right. No, no, no. Your ship will come in. God has already blessed you to be a blessing. You got to live like you're blessed and not cursed. That means you got to save. I'll give you two or three principles about the importance of an emergency fund. So do you have one? Come on. Do you have a contingency fund? If you do not, let's start today. Come on, let's start today. Mm -hmm. When you don't have an emergency fund, when you are overextended with your credit and you're heavy in debt, it can take a toll on you, both mentally and physically. I am here to help you mentally and physically. I'm here to help you today financially to get your house in order. That means to get your life back on track. You may not have been taught it growing up. Your parents may have been in heavy debt or your family members. And if they were doing fine, you got to implement principles that will help you to have wealth and abundance because that's God's plan. If you're diligent, you're going to have abundance. I'm not saying making millions and millions of dollars or billions, but that could happen. But you should have more than enough because you are blessed to be a blessing financially, spiritually, mentally, relationally, and in every way. But it can take a toll on people mentally and physically. A 2014 article in Health reports that high levels of debt are associated with anxiety, depression, and relationship problems. Debt can also be linked to high blood pressure, lowered immunity, and a host of physical symptoms, including headaches, back pain, and ulcers. My goodness, a Pew survey also found that some signs of Americans' attitudes toward debt are changing. That's a good thing, okay? The younger Americans, those in the millennium generations are more likely to take a negative view of debt, saying it has burdened them 
rather than expanded their opportunities. They're also more inclined to say the way Americans use debt is irresponsible. And in their own lives, they're less likely to take on new debt, such as credit card debt or mortgages. Now that could be good, all right? But it's all right, debt is not a curse, but it's something you should not live under the rest of your life. You should get rid of credit card debts. You should get rid of student loan debt. It is tough. Yes, you should get rid of a lot of other things, okay? Now, as we go forward, they say mortgages or, or paying a mortgage, I believe is Latin. It's called a death sentence. I'm getting the words closely, but if you have a mortgage, where it came from, the Latin death sentence. Come on now. I'm paying off my mortgage one day. Okay. <laughs> I don't want a death sentence on me. My goal is to help you to save at least 500 to $1,000 and eventually save three to six months of emergency fund. In order to do it, you got to be consistent. You have to be consistent because Proverbs tells us in chapter 13, wealth gain hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. In other words, paycheck after paycheck after paycheck, you got to put some away. You have to sell something to create an emergency fund, a contingency fund, a faithful man. When you're faithful to what you're doing, you're going to abound with blessings. Don't you know that? I hope you know that today because there's so many people are stuck in a rut and you can get unstuck and get moving forward because your family tree is dependent upon you. That means your children, your children's children. So you want to pass a legacy. You want to pass a blessing to your children and their children's children. Now, if you don't have children, either way, you want to build your emergency fund. You want to build your savings account. You want to build to be a blessing, not to be a burden. You want to build to be a blessing and not a burden. When you have something stored away, you can be a blessing to somebody else. But in order to be a blessing, because one scripture says, our cup runneth over. That means we have not just some for ourselves, we have some for other people too. You can have an emergency fund because your money matters to God. You don't have to be stressed when the creditors call you. You don't have to go through all these tests because tests will come, but sometimes we put it on ourselves. You don't have to hang up the phone when somebody calls you and, and say they're going to garnish your wages. They're going to put you in jail or they're going to do this because you didn't pay a debt. That's not God's best. Relax. Take a deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. Understand the importance of staying calm, cool, and collected and implement these principles that I've given you to help you to put away at least 500 if you're single a thousand if you are married. And most people can do way more than that. 
because you'll be able to pay for the car repair next time in cash. You don't have to charge it. And if you do use a credit card, pay it off in 30 days, period. Pay it off in 30 days, period. If you have to go to the emergency room, you can use cash. If you don't have adequate insurance, you can still use cash and pay it off later or use a credit card and pay it off. If you don't have a credit card, don't try to go get one. All right? You can become better than where you are because God has a plan and his plan for you is freedom and liberty. One scripture says he came that you can have life and have life more abundantly. Get out of debt, but more importantly today is save $500. Start today. Put away $1,000. If you have to get a temporary part-time job just to put $500 or $1,000 in a savings account that you do not touch unless you have an emergency, do it. Yes, deliver some pizza, drive Uber, go drive Lyft, okay? Grubhub, deliver some food. Do what you gotta do to get out of debt, but more so to put away $1,000. You can do it. I've done it. And guess what? Oh my goodness, I feel good. I feel better. I'm already blessed, but I put my hands to the plow. You got to count the cost before you build. You got to know what it takes for you to save $500 to $1,000 emergency fund. I hope I've given you some value today to encourage you as a single, as a married couple, as an individual, no matter if you're low income, middle income, or high income, God's plan is for you to save some money so when emergency takes place, you don't have to be stressed. You can be a blessing. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, click the like and follow button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time.